got my notes here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. We've made it to September. And it's raining. And it's raining in West Texas. Cooler days are coming. All is right with the world. Time to get the grind on. Seems All like it has been the weirdest, well, it is the weirdest offseason in the history of this country. So Feels like it's been forever, but then at the same time, it's just, it's hunting season again. Well, the podcast keeps us in tune, so it keeps us going. <clears throat> that is true. Can we, can, we, can we jump right into Stanfield Hanging Outfitters? Sure, I would, I would say so. Home of the Big Honker Podcast at the Big Honker Lodge, Knox City, Texas. Holler at us for any of your hunting needs at 940-658-3172 or at stanfieldhunting.com. I do have some goose and crane hunting dates available and opening weekend of duck season I still have open. They moved our goose season back two weeks, so I've got two weekends of duck hunting. It'll be prime hunting. That'll be the November first and or the first weekend and second weekend in November at nine four zero six five eight three one seven two. That sounds like a damn car, used car salesman salesman. That's okay. It's okay. You got a two your own horn. We're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. The best decoys there are. Get skinny. Silhouettes. You got to get skinny. It's twenty twenty. You got to get skinny. Go with the numbers. The numbers in the bags. I'm ready to try out these black and whites. It's going to make a big difference. And that's the DiveBombIndustries.com. Yep. They got floaters out, dirt daggers, one-stop shop for it all. Go check them out, DiveBombIndustries.com. We're also brought to you by Foul Bandits. Good-looking gear. Any kind of hunting apparel you want, it's FoulBandits.com. And they have a promo code, don't they, Andy? They do. They do. It is. Big honker. All one word. Check out Swag for the Field, FoulBandits.com. And you can save yourself 10%. Be sure to check them out on uh, Instagram at Foul Bandits, all one word. Uh, good looking apparel that they got over there. But yeah, be sure to use the promo code. They got hoodies, shirts, hats, trailer stickers. Save 10% by using the promo code Big Honker. <clears throat> Another company has got a promo code for us Gundog Outdoors. Big Honker is the promo code there as well. Gundog Outdoors, everything that you need for your little uh, furry friend, you got to take care of them. They got. Uh, Quick release system, which I'm really excited about. <clears throat> I can't get it up. Whatever this is in my chest. Probably the fucking the corona. corona. Uh, quick release system. I'm really excited to try it for Lou. Put it on him. He's going to stay right where I put him each and every time. So no more breaking. Uh, check him out, Gundog Outdoors. You can save some money by using uh, the promo code Honker. I highly recommend getting the first aid kit to ride in your car with you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of a no-brainer. Little shit like that makes a big difference. When you roll up on something bad... Is when you need it. Yeah. 99% of the time, you'll never need it. But the 1% when you do need it, you need it bad. So check that out, too. Buy a couple of those. Put, keep one in your truck. Keep one in your hunting bag. Yeah. First aid kit, definitely. Gundog Outdoors. Uh, we're also brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. Another promo code. Trump 2020. That will also save you some money from the fine folks over at Dirty Duck Coffee. Great coffee. If your coffee sucks, it ain't the duck. It ain't the duck. We're going to be drinking it all winter long out here at the Big Honker Lodge. Dirty Duck Coffee. They're also on Instagram. Got a lot of cool stuff going on. So head over to their website, dirtyduckcoffee.com, and uh, use the promo code at checkout. Save save some money. Uh, we're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. All made in America. Copper-plated BBs. Bismuth. Hit them. Hit them. Only need one. No more shooting two and three times at a goose or a duck to knock it down. You hit it once. If you can hit it, you'll kill it. I was talking to Brandon. I guess they went out uh, yesterday. Three-inch number threes at these uh, at these honkers. He said it just leveled them. Oh, yeah. It's it's unfair. Ugly, it's ugly, ugly. BossShotShells.com. Check them out on Instagram also. I love what they do over there on their Instagram page. Lee Chose runs it. Great-looking pictures, good captions. 
It's a way of life over there at Boss. BossShotShells.com. Uh, ship straight to your door. We're also brought to you by Pacific Custom Calls. Pacific Calls, the boys up in uh, up in Washington, they got call for basically everything. Lessers, interior geese, big geese, ducks, snow specs. Easiest blowing spec call out there. I can tell you that for a fact. Uh, go to PacificCustomCalls.com and you can check out everything that they've got going on up there. They're retooling some of their uh, goose guts. They're going to have a worn-in uh, gut system and they're also tinkering with their duck calls. So... Uh, more on that to come, but it is it is coming. So check them out. They got a lot of cool stuff going on over there. PacificCustomCalls.com. And we're brought to you by Lucky Duck. Just opened up a couple boxes of dove spinners. Dove spinners. It's dove season. Get you some spinners. Make all the hunting go. If you've never hunted over a dove spinner, it's like duck hunting. I mean, they birds decoy to them. They work them. They land right there. It makes easy shooting. Sit on your tailgate, sit in your chairs, put them little decoys out in front of you, and let them come to you. You don't have to chase them down. It is. It's great. I mean, you you know, you're shooting a fucking bird that's six weeks old. It well, is a lot of fun though. When those ducks, when those uh, when those dove try to hump your little your little spinner, you just whack a little Tweety Bird. A lot of fun. Go check them out, LuckyDuck.com, and uh, get these dove spinners if you got dove dove hunting going on. Also, the Looking Glass Duck Club. Mr. Logan Pyatt and Rebel put on a hell of a podcast. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can listen to their podcast. It's a man's podcast. They got a bourbon review. They talk about a lot of funny shit. Uh, they're 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 fun to listen to. Pass the time really well. Uh, they've also got some merch that they can sell you if you go to, I believe it's LookingGlassDuckClub.com, um, or just get a hold of them. Looking Glass Duck Club on Instagram, uh, but I do highly recommend their podcast. It's a lot of fun to listen to. Wherever you listen to this one, Wooden Glass Duck Club podcast. And we're also brought to you by 14 Cattle Company. Get the meat shipped straight to your door. Whatever you want. Whatever kind of meat that you want. Custom cut it. I've got a kill list right here that I've got to fill out and send back to Mr. Jordan Smith uh, over there at 14 Cattle Company. So be sure to check them out. It's, I mean, you get a whole beef sent straight to your door. Hamburger meat, steaks, roast, the whole shebang. It's cheaper and the quality's better, and you know what you're getting. And with beef the way it's been lately, it's a safe way to have your food brought to you or sent to you or brought to you. It's a way to go. You don't even have to get out of your pajamas, yep. and then you got steak coming right to your door. Everybody loves steak. 14cattlecompany.com. We're also brought to you by J2 Outdoors, J2 Outdoors LLC, the home of the Ice Ripper. Most important thing if you hunt up north is if you can keep your water open, you're going to have ducks. Guaranteed way to have ducks. Keep your water open. I don't understand why anybody that's got a lease, a piece of property they hunt on, would not have an ice ripper. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Because when the water locks up, snow comes in, you're done. Your hunting's over with. Paid all that money for a lease. Get you a couple of these. Keep them on standby. Uh, the, The newest one has a motor on it. So if you want... Want to run it that way? If you don't have electricity by your pond, you now you can put gas in it and run it with a motor. Big rain. It's supposed to be a cold, cold winter too. I'll believe that when I see it. But That's I, what they're calling I for. I hope it's true. Farmers Almanac. We'll see. But anyway, go to j2outdoorsllc.com. Get you a couple ice rippers if you're hunting up north. You're gonna need them. Last but not least, we're brought to you by William and Chris Wines, Texas Wine, High Texas. Great guys down there at High Texas, Mr. Chris Brendrick. Uh, they got it going on. Skeleton key pairs greatly. Pairs great 
with a ribeye steak from 14 Cattle Company. Uh, all the hoity-toity supermarkets, Whole Foods, Central Market, you've heard it before, they all sell William and Chris wines. So if you're in one of these places and you want a nice uh, bottle of red wine to go with your steak, I suggest William and Chris Wines. Or you can look them up, williamandchriswines.com. Get it that way. All right, that is all of the sponsors. We did it. Uh, this episode of the podcast is just Jeff and I. He's back from his vacation, his sixth or seventh of the year, but he's finally back. He did miss opening day of dove season. Not sure how that happened, but he, he's back either way. Uh, it's been a whirlwind. He's been everywhere, it seems like. So, Are there people here? Hmm? Do we have customers? They just left. Tony and I'm and doing I, my job. Tony and I took care of them. Yeah, well, y'all should. That's well, y'all's job. Well, you know, you got, uh, you got stuck in Seattle, so you all, you barely made it, Jeff. We're glad to have you here for, for hunting season. It's go time, and you're off fucking around. Enjoy the podcast, people. Here we go. Three, two, one. Boom. And welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Pacific Game Calls out of Spokane, Washington. I'm Jeff Stanfield. You were right by those guys and didn't even go see no, them. No, I talked to Trevor on the phone. He was gone. Oh, they were gone anyway. He was huh? in a deer lease. Let me ah. tell you something. I understand. When I always thought of people hunting in Washington, I thought of people hunting around the Seattle area. Trees, mountains, foggy, misty. Yeah. Eastern Washington is not that. Eastern Washington for people that have... No, it's not flat. It's got some rolling hills to it. But they don't have a fucking tree. <laughs> Literally, there was times when I could not see a tree. So is it like... <clears throat> South Dakota, around Pierre, South Dakota, kind of. Just rolling hills okay. and nothing but big-ass wheat fields. And I'm thinking, I know why now this is such a good place to shoot waterfowl. <laughs> they get, they're going to have winter above them, always. Because they're on the Canadian border. Right. There's food everywhere. There's not a lot of water, but they can pump a lot of water. Um, there's probably a lot of very wealthy farmers in Washington, if I was guessing. But it was not what I expected because we come out of Montana and through Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and it's just as beautiful places as they're in the world. And you go into the shithole. It looks like you go into West Texas from the middle of something nice. <laughs> and it's that way all the way till you get about 70 miles east of Seattle. Seattle. And then you go right into the fuck. <clears throat> right into the shithole of Seattle. Beautiful place. Windows were boarded up everywhere. That's sad. Uh, I did not see a police officer when I was in Seattle. Uh, in the next 10 years, you probably will not see a police officer in America. Nah, that ain't going to happen. You don't think so? No, nah, there'll be places that'll be. Who the fuck wants that job? Free America. Uh, people that want to make some money. I, I don't know what the answer is going to be on that. I think when Trump gets reelected that we will get some more law and order in some of these places. But you talk to the people that lived in the areas uh, on the outskirts of Portland and Seattle, and I met a lot of people. I'm a, I'm a talker, so I visited with people. And, and you meet those people, and they're all conservatives. 
Yeah. But man, Seattle was just so many fucked up people. I mean, I never seen so many girls that should be lesbians in my life. Maybe they were lesbians. Combat boots, purple hair. I'm assu- I don't know if it's because they can't get anybody to sleep with them or just because that's their lifestyle. But man, I just so many fucked up people and to be such a beautiful area. Absolutely a beautiful beautiful place. But man, just overran with thugs. And we went we went down. We was in a nice area. I mean, nice nice area. Those those homes you see with the fancy modern looking homes. And there would be a motor home parked in front of their house that cousin Eddie would showed up in. <laughs> and it was trashed out and then there would be 14 tents hooked up to it where they had their own little uh like little village in front of these people's homes and then in Jeez. businesses and their parking lots and shit and just and they'd have signs do not disturb motherfucker the, if you the live in city one yes <laughs> do not disturb please don't honk we're trying to sleep i mean all kinds of shit <laughs> the motherfucker if this was my front yard you, Fuck you i'd honk every time I'd, i leave you go to work i'd burn your ass out of there but i just <clears throat> but all i can figure out is there's not enough men with balls in seattle that have let this shit go on that shit wouldn't fly here there's somebody would stand up. You wouldn't think it would, but it, it wouldn't. There's there's too many people now. When I say here, I'm talking about in small town West Texas, because there's too many guys in town here that be like, "Fuck this! You're not living in my fucking my yard." Mm-hmm. But those people, they don't say shit. They just kind of they kind of try to ignore it, and they've ignored their problem so bad that it has festered. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it has. We saw a, a nice neighborhood, and there was a tent city and there's a guy sitting in a lawn chair <laughs> in the in, in, around his tent and he had a sign in front of him that said i'm not gonna kid i'm not gonna bullshit you i just want ten dollars to buy some weed <laughs> and that's your neighbor not by choice either he wasn't there when you bought no shit no he, he moved in yes i just <laughs> propped himself up but i saw a lot of that and i was i was like fuck man food was good people were nice uh i got my ass chewed out at a, at a convenience store for not wearing a mask you got to wear a mask, Joe. I, 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 was, I had a mask you the gotta whole time. You got to protect them from you. I had to piss. Well. And I was I was in the, I'm at that age now. When I got to go, I got to go fucking now. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go in five minutes because five minutes I'm going to be needing dry drawers. I got to go now. And I was getting gas. And I started doing the, the chotch. You know, you're fucking mm-hmm. moving your legs real fast. And Michelle's laughing at me. And I ran in there and I come running back out. And she's like, what's wrong? I said, I got a fucking mask. I go back and get my mask in there and piss. That lady's like, you need a mask. I said, I'm fixing to need a fucking diaper. When they're pissed. And You're going to need a mop. Oh, I couldn't. I was like, fuck. But it was weird. We, was, we stopped in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I went on a road trip from Knox City to Seattle. Went mm-hmm. through Yellowstone. Cheyenne, Wyoming, nobody was wearing a fucking mask anywhere. We went to a, a Buffalo Wild Wings there. Nobody. It was the greatest place on earth. That's a neat place. I don't... The hunting is good around that area. The people are nice. Cheyenne, Wyoming is a really neat town. And it's got a song named after it. Yeah. And we went through the town of Chris Ledoux uh, to whatever that's. He's, Not named after it. But no, no. The town he, he grew up. From, no, no, no. But we went through a town that uh, some something Wyoming because Garth Brooks sings about it. And it's where Chris Ledoux was born <clears> at. <throat> from the something something of Wyoming. But anyways, we, we went through. Wyoming is not a lot to look at. It's a lot like Eastern Washington, but people are really nice. Went to Yellowstone, beautiful place. Watched Old Faithful. It was about fifteen minutes late. I thought, "Fuck, here's twenty twenty. Old Faithful's <laughs> not going to show up now." Old Faithful ain't so fucking Mother faithful. F- fuckers is late. So, so I, what is it? It, it? It's just a geyser. Yeah, it's a thermal. That that there are thermal springs there, and it's there's they're everywhere there, and it's just one that's pretty regular. Cheyenne, and, Wyoming, where Chris Ledoux, No, Chris Ledoux is actually born in Biloxi. 
Okay, well, that wasn't the town. This was somewhere. It's from it says the, Cheyenne. No, it's another town. And he died in Casper. No, that was it's a it's a different town because I've heard it's the song Garth Brooks sings about, and they called it Chris Ledoux's hometown because they were advertising it. Yeah, from Star Wyoming or some shit. I can't remember. Someone someone's going to correct us on it for sure. I can look at a map and I can tell you exactly what it was. There's only twelve towns in Wyoming. Um, what were we talking about before I interrupted you? Um, oh, old guy, old faithful, old faithful, old faithful is a neat place. I'm telling you right now. How like, often does it go off a day? Um, twenty times a day. Really? Yep. Just like clockwork. Just like Casey, Wyoming. Casey, Wyoming. Uh, Garth Brooks sings about it. Casey from something, something Casey, Wyoming. Goes off twenty times a day, give or take ten minutes on the hour. Like it, we were supposed to see. It was supposed to go off at two fourteen, so it could be anywhere from two o four to two twenty four. It's like two thirty two. <clears throat> I was about ready to give up and say fuck it. And then when it goes <laughs> off, it's amazing. Really? Yep. Just fucking water shooting out, of, shooting out of the ground. Yep. Yellowstone is a cool place. Now, how many of those geysers are there? On Yellowstone, hundreds, really, maybe thousands. I don't. They're everywhere now. That, well, hold on. I don't know about guys. They're, they're, they're geysers. There's steam coming out of them, but I think there's two or three that really blow. Now, what is now? Is that just because it's it's a volcano that's yes. underneath it, and, and that's just, just thermal hot water coming up? And now, I'll, are you a little bit nervous knowing what? that you got a volcano, super volcano? If that fucking volcano feet? goes off, it don't matter if you're in Noxie, Texas, or if you're fucking standing right on it. You're, the the results gonna be the same. You're probably better off standing. I'd rather right on go top of that I'd rather go fast. Make me a crispy critter right you're off. You're not that. even gonna feel anything. That, well, I don't know about that. I, that's why I would hope that it would. Go. Yeah, because I'm fucking gonna shit all over myself and have a heart attack <laughs> right there. The thermal winter down here is what's gonna suck. Yes, nuclear winter, nuclear yeah. winter, not thermal winter. If that fucker goes, it's gonna be the end of times anyway. So it don't matter. It's it, it was, it's, well, it's, it hasn't went off in five million years, so we might be on the good side of another five million. Did they talk about it? At no. All? We they didn't talk to nobody. There wasn't a tour guide or nothing? We ain't going on a tour guide. No, we didn't. There wasn't anybody around just you, that you heard talking? No, but the funny thing was the fuckers walking around Yellowstone in the middle of nowhere by themselves wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. You're in Mother Nature. If you're already infecting yourself, then that mask is hurting you, not helping you. But um, it was... Yellowstone, for people who have never been, that was one of my bucket list places. was really a neat place to see. I didn't see any fucking bears. Um, we drove a lot. Buffalo. You saw Buffalo. Yeah, well, fucking see Buffalo. At, you can drive down the road. There's guys got some down the street here. Not in Yellowstone, they don't. No. And they were big, and the people just stop for these fuckers. For the Buffalo? Oh, it's like, oh, my God, there's Buffalo. And there's stop traffic jams when you see something. Well, they probably never seen a Buffalo. Did not see one bald eagle. That really surprised me. Huh. On this whole, I figured at least around Seattle and stuff, I'd see some. Um, went to Cannon Beach in Oregon, where the haystack rocks are, which is you've seen, I guess, on the Goonies. I have never mm-hmm. seen the Goonies. That is a beautiful area. I'm telling you, the west coast of the United States is very pretty. I'd never, I've been to airports there, but I'd never really been there. And we spent a week there, and it was, it's a pretty, pretty place. Mount Rainier is very impressive. Um, volcano 14,000 feet in the middle of the, goes from the ocean to 14,000 feet hmm. it was pretty interesting it's just a pretty area I enjoyed the deal I met a lot of neat people a lot of conservatives man Trump signs we saw a total of five Biden signs between Knox City Seattle and the Portland area the whole time you're counting the one in Knox City I'm counting the one in Knox City so you saw four we saw four other when ones when you left the city limits and, in KC and, and hundreds and hundreds of Trump stuff everywhere that's good yeah, the Biden one would be similar to now. And Michelle had it figured out. She said in Seattle, if they have American flag in their house, mm-hmm. then they're probably voting for Trump. That's like a Trump sign. Yes. So she she said, should we count them? I said no. We went to we went to Chaz. Really? Or where Chaz was? Was. 
Yes. R.I.P. Chaz. They got Black Lives Matter on a fucking everything. <laughs> um, Black Lives Matter or the rainbow flag. That was the common theme. And then we saw one house that had the American flag flying upside down. Was was Chaz up and running? No, again? there was the, no. the businesses? Man, there's a lot of them are shut down still. Really? Saw Starbucks, their windows boarded and shit. <laughs> was it open though? No. No? No. There was a couple of them. Were so basically up. where Chaz was is still just yeah, there a, was, a dead zone. There was a lot of buildings in downtown uh, Seattle that were still boarded up and shit. It looked. It reminded me of being in Cancun when a hurricane was coming in and they yeah. board shit up. That's what Seattle looked like. I'm telling you, not a fucking cop nowhere. Nowhere at all. I got pulled over in Wyoming. Cop come up to the door. Payne was behind me. And I guess I was going faster than I was supposed to be. Got pulled up. And he goes. Had the wind, it, was nar, it was 9 o'clock at night or something. Flashlight going on and stuff. I said, I support the blue. Hell yeah. <laughs> And we talked for just a second. I go, I go, how fast am I going? He goes, too fast. He goes, where are you going? I told him. He goes, that guy in that tex- the truck from Texas behind you, because our rental car had Texas tags too. And then yeah. we flew back. And I go, yeah, that's my son. He said, I said, we're going to Seattle. He's going to station there in the Army. He said, all right, y'all be safe. I said, I got to worry about animals. And we talked about hunting for 10 minutes. Hmm. And we took off down the road. Really, really, really nice guy. But I'd see police everywhere see, else. See, this is why people root for you to get a ticket whenever you get pulled why? over. Because you don't ever get a ticket. I'm nice to people. If he gives me a ticket, he's a ticket. He's doing his job. So I'm about the podcast. Had a guy, I talked to a guy, met a guy at St. Helens, Oregon. And we were talking and at the Columbia River. Mom was taking pictures and stuff where they film Halloween Town. You know how mom is with taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And a guy come up and we were visiting. And I asked about Portland. I asked another guy, but I got kind of scared here. Middle of small town America. I asked a guy about Portland. And we were talking about it. And then I'm sitting in the car waiting on mom. And um, this guy comes up and look up at the window. And I thought, oh, shit, I'm fixing to get dusted right here. Roll down the window. And the guy <laughs> Why said, Why you get dusted? I, just, I didn't know. <laughs> this Antifa area. And the guy, he said, he's got his phone. He goes, here, I'll show you something. I was like, oh, shit. He goes, this is the area you don't need to go to. Real nice guy. Anyways, we started talking about hunting and stuff and podcast. And um, he messaged me yesterday. He's been listening to podcasts now. Well, cool. Real nice guy. But uh, Got a new listener. That's, right a, that's, a, that's a pretty area. Hmm. Anyways, it was a fun trip. We got to so we got to say goodbye to Payne for the last time. We have finally have an empty nest <coughs> forever. Well, he's been gone a year and a half. Well, no, but this was the this was the final deal. Is that he's going to be there for five years, getting his shit out of his room? It was a, it was a, it was a cleansing for us, <laughs> and it wasn't a sad moment either for me at all. <laughs> he's going to be back. No, he won't be back. Oh, he'll come back to visit, but it was never. It's not ever going to have. We are completely kid free now, forever. <laughs> you still got Zach. Zach's going to paramedic school. He just stays here when he's working the high ambulance over Four here. Four days a week. It seems like it's twenty sometimes. <laughs> so, I consider that as empty as nest as we've been. Yeah, as you've been, yeah, for sure. So he got all of his shit out of his room. Everything that's his that he wants is done. Everything else is going to pink ladies. I don't know what mom's going to do with it. But thank God we have grandkids because they fill that void. Was he excited? More excited than mom was. Why? Well, she's sad. Hmm. But but I mean, is he excited? Oh about yeah, he, being he in oh, Washington. He was, yeah, he's already his new 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 spot. He's fixing to join a, a country club and start playing golf there. He told me. <laughs> he said, "I'm looking to find me one that I want to join. That I can afford to join." He said, "I'm gonna start, start playing golf all the time." He said, "That's what I'm gonna do." What a life! But what's funny is he called. He called us last night, or we called him. He don't call us. We no. called him, and no. I said something to him about it, and he goes, 
it's hot here. I said, what? He goes, yeah. He said, we don't have air conditioning in our room. He goes, huh? He goes, yeah, I have to stay here for seven or eight days till I get my, my till they give me my place. And he goes, they don't have air conditioning here. I said, are you going to have in your new barracks that they're in, which is like a dorm room? He goes, I, he said, I think we do. He goes, but it's up north. They're not used to it being right. hot. And it had really been hot before we were there. It was nice. Shit, it was, I think the highest it ever was was like 71 degrees. I think when we were at the beach in Oregon, it was like 55, 58 degrees. Did it rain much? Um, no, it rained more here fucking yesterday coming home than it did anywhere. Huh. See, that's surprising. I figured figured you'd have like a morning shower. No, it rained a little bit, but not much. It was clear a couple of days. It was nice. The weather was very, very nice. I see why people live there. I mean, I really do. The weather was wonderful. Um, I did meet Dr. Dickhead, though, on the way home. Mm. Rented a car in Abilene. Did I tell the story already? Mm-mm. And, um... I rented a car in Abilene to, to drive home to Abilene. Our car was in Abilene. Andy took our car. We dr- rented a car, drove to Seattle, and flew back. Took all the pain shit. So anyways, we are people have never listened to this podcast thinking, these motherfuckers tell their whole life story. So anyways, we stopped at, a air, at, the, at Dallas. We landed. It was late. We missed our connecting flight. So I was ready to get fucking home. I had shit to do. So we, I told Michelle, Mom's like, well, we can go to Papa Do's and just stay here. And I was like, bullshit. I said, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> I'm not going to be stuck three hours yeah. from home. Well, then it would be all day to day to be gone, too. Yes. I know I've been there with your mom before and shit. Right. We go to Fort Worth and go to dinner at night, and we've done that before. And I'm like, want to drive home. She's like, well, we can just stay the night. Well, fuck no. Then all tomorrow's yeah, dead, too. Tomorrow's fucked also. Yeah. So, I, so, um, we get there, and I go to rent cars, and I'm walking by. I look like some some bitch walking through an airport. I'm like, y'all got a car? Nope. I went down to got to the last one. They had some cars left. So I'm on my phone making reservations real quick to get one of the cars because someone said you got to have a reservation. So boy, I'm doing that. Well, this uh, this lady's in front of me, and I stand in behind her in line, and she's got a face shield on mm-hmm. and a face mask, <laughs> and so does her dweeby husband. Mm. And I stand up behind her, and she turns around, and she sees me, and she jumps. I mean, like I had a fucking knife out or something, and <laughs> jumps, and, and and she's like, I'm trying to social distance. Well, bitch, knock yourself out. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, ma'am. She goes, and her husband looks at me, and he looks me up and down and stuff, and he goes, uh, we're both physicians. Okay. I go, I'm a judge in a small town. I go, I, I respect law and order. I said, I apologize getting within the social distance boundaries but i'm sick of this shit and i think it's a bunch of bullshit and i'll be going some fucking common sense comes back and people got their fucking head out of their ass hmm. he just kind of looked up at me and turned around and shit and they were whispering i think they just called me a fat motherfucker but i'm not <laughs> sure i just i thought god almighty you've been on a pl- they was on the same fucking airplane i was in first class they were back in the peasant section uh-huh. and they were shoved in right next to each other elbows and assholes right so you know damn well they've been we've all been breathing the same fucking air anyways they weren't six feet apart on that plane. I did see where the CDC has come out and now said that only 6% of all the deaths are directly related to COVID. COVID was the only factor. Everybody else, all, the other 94%, I guess, had underlying health conditions or not saying that COVID, you know, didn't lead to, to it, but only 6% were COVID was the only thing that caused their death. The only the, in nationwide, three hundred people is all that have under thirty five that died from this. Yeah, we have shut our country down for that. Those people that died in those old folks' home were probably going to die anyways. I know that sounds absolutely horrible, but old folks' home is God's waiting room. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can say the what you want to. Dad, that was Dad's biggest thing about going to an old folks' home because he told me he said if I go in a fucking nursing home, I know the result is pretty quick. Right. Nobody goes to a nursing home to go back home. Mm-mm. 
I mean, when you no, go there, final. that's that's your final. That's the final deal, right? And that's what Dad said. That's that's the end. So, the, those people probably were going to pass away anyways. And I'm not trying to put it off anybody that had a loved one that died. I'm not doing that. Terrible. My, my dad would have died from Corona. I'm surprised he. It's not on him that he had Corona, but that's what he would have died from. But these people cannot. They can't keep pushing this. That this this crime. It's just not as. It's highly contagious. A lot of people get it. But nobody. You know, but you don't know it. Right. It's not well, near young as, people. Even a lot of old people get it and they don't even know they had it. I mean, the, the people that we've known have had it of all. We we did have an older gentleman pass away, but he was old. old he was in upper eighties. Yeah. You know. So uh, Reese got sick over the weekend. So no, he got sick Friday. He missed. He was one of the first kids in fucking Knox City to miss school. His dad's on school boards. So uh But tell his teacher, hey, he, he, you know, tell him, tell her what's going on, and. She's like, well, just so you know, it's going to be 10 days if he doesn't get a doctor's note. So we go to the fucking pediatrician, and uh, he, the, our doctor told us that what he has is, is worse for him than what the coronavirus would be. Said if Reese or Jameson were to get the coronavirus, they'd be over it in about a day. Yeah. And there's not one case of a kid giving it to an adult. There's not one? Nationwide. Zero. Zero. So, I know a lot of people have have held their kid out of school because they're afraid if that child gets coronavirus, they've got grandparents that they don't want to give it to, or great-grandparents. But there's not one case of a kid giving it to an adult. I think we're dealing with Adults are giving it to the kids, but kids are not, and they don't really pass it amongst themselves either. I think we're dealing with a bunch of lazy-ass fucking parents that don't want to fucking, just look for an excuse to not have to get out of bed, take their kids to school. I really do. Now, not all cases, but a lot of cases we are. I don't think so now because of the guidelines that the that the kid has to go by. At schools. Yes. That's in the state of Texas, though. I don't yeah, know what I mean, the other yeah. ones are. Yeah, in the state of Texas, if you're staying at home, it's a lot more work on the parent. A lot more. But uh, anyway, we're still still dealing with COVID. Poor Nancy Pelosi. Boy, she stuck her vagina right in it. <laughs> she's a dumb Now she's ass. saying she didn't know it was closed. Bitch, you made the fucking law. She, you shut it down. She knows exactly what the law is. She's just going to skirt by and do what she wants. They're and hip- she wasn't wearing a mask. People in people in Washington, D.C. are hypocrites. Mm-hmm. You can say what you want to, but she that's the- get her hair did. Bottom line is they're hypocrites. They, they make laws for us, but they don't want to go by the same rules. Bitch, and you it, closed this down in March. Yeah. It's a bullshit You're telling deal. me you, don't know, you didn't know it was closed. Yeah. Did you see any other salons open on your way in? No, because you got them fucking shut down. She's, she's, they're, 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 I'm, I'm, we'll go politics for a minute. The, the Democrats are screwed. Everything they've done, all the race riots, everything that they've tried to build up and build up to cause has backfired on them because they're finding out their base is not their, as strong a base as they thought they had. Yeah. They just knew they had the black and the, and the, the black vote locked up. You know, black people only make up 13% of our country. And I saw Trump's got 60% of them. That don't surprise me. In, in one of the la- latest polls I saw, 60% of if, blacks are going for Trump. Yeah. I just, you know. He's got money coming out of everywhere. You know, I had that. Good deal. I had a, uh, I had a guy tell me, um, where was I at? Anyway, somewhere on our trip, I was talking to a guy, and we were talking, and politics come up. I thought, fucking, Michelle told me, do not bring up politics. But I did, and I said something about working or something. He had a job. I said, well, we're Trump supporters. He said, well, shit, I am, too. I got a job. I said, hell, yeah. <laughs> that's it, you know, and that's 
if you have it, I just how could you not vote for Trump? And 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 I, and one of the things I noticed, I, I was reading the Twitter yesterday, and I was reading Colin Cowherd stuff, which I don't listen to their show no more, I but I still have him on Twitter. Twitter, and he he made a post yesterday, something like. Uh, all of my conservative friends are are very positive and excited, and he said all of my democratic li- or all my liberal friends really are concerned. He said that. Yeah, he, he said that, that. He tweeted that, and he said, "What are your thoughts on this?" Basically, and so I started reading all the comments because his is a left leaning show, and he's a left-leaning. and he's left leaning. So I figured it would be, and I'm gonna say three quarters of them were positive for Trump. Now a lot of people said I don't like Trump, but I like his policies. Mm-hmm. I don't think Trump's a good guy. But I like his policies. One guy said one one group is for law and order. The other one is for anarchy. And he goes, it's a pretty simple choice for me. And he said, I was I'm not a political person, right? But I'm going to vote for law and order. And, and 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 but that was on his post. And I'm going to say three quarter of them were positive for, you know. And then the one people are like, well, it's not just about the economy, motherfucker. Where do you live at? What else could it be about? Yeah, I mean. That's what's most important. What's the most important thing to you? Money. Yes, I mean that's what makes our lives go around. Money and and law and order. I want to feel yes. safe. Yes, I'm not. I mean, you can't have money and no law and order. No. It, it don't go hand in hand. No, I did. Did you see what De Blasio said? You got to redistribute redistribute the wealth if you want to change. Is he going to write his check for all his shit? That's what he said. His wife he, covered up a billion dollars. He said, if you want to, if you want to change things, you have to read. I can't say that fucking word. Redistribute. You got to redistribute the wealth. And he said we need to uh, make, what did he say? Affording, affording, affordable, damn, I cannot affordable talk housing. Today. Affordable housing in white communities. Well, the fucking white people are just going to leave. The rich white folks, if they have housing projects pop up in their neighborhood, then they just fucking move. When I, the, he's going to make New York City a shithole. It, it already is. They said the rent halls, you can't even get a, Finding a, a, a U-Haul in fucking New York City is about like finding a deep freeze in Texas. <laughs> it's impossible. Um, I had a thought that I just, oh, okay, no, it was. When I was in college, I lived in North Dallas. And I um, lived in a really nice neighborhood. I mean, $300,000 home neighborhood. It was not my home. I lived with a guy. And um, I was a poor white kid. And grew into a fat, old, poor white guy. But anyways, in this neighborhood I lived in was like-minded people. Um, Tony Dorsett's best friend lived across the street. I mean, it was not rich people, but people that had made good six-figure jobs in the late 1980s. was a very good way to live. And um, I lived there, and I, I, I used to run a lot, and I'd go run every night. You didn't have to worry about shit. Yeah. It fucking, everybody was the same in that neighborhood, mostly a white neighborhood. Um, black guy lived across the street from us and had a Mexican couple at the end of the deal, but they were nice people. Everybody was nice, nice people, and everybody was about the same. Well, one time, about 15 years ago, I took your mom and said, I'm going to show you where I used to live when I was in school. You talk about a fucking shithole. Shit they were building apartments when, I'm, when I left, mm-hmm. and they made those Section 8 apartments. Those Section 8 apartments now, that neighborhood, they got fucking bars on the windows and shit. And they're just big old houses that, that, that assholes live in now. Right. It's a fucking ghetto. And and it's all because once they put them Section 8 houses, so that doesn't work. Yeah. When you try to bring in affordable housing to nicer neighborhoods, well, you ruin it. People Get ready in New York City because that's what you're about yeah, to see. People move out of that shit because they don't want to be around that. Right. I don't care what color you are. You look at the black successful people, they don't want to go live in the ghetto no more. Why would you? Th- that's right. They want to well, raise their kids in a better environment and give them a better education. Boy, fucking Drew Brees sold out. Yeah, his legacy is done. Jacob Blake on his fucking helmet. Yeah, well, you go from taking a stand about kneeling 
to putting a fucking sexual offender's name on your helmet that was fighting the cops, that was fighting through a taser, that was reaching for a weapon, that's yeah. whose name you're going to put on your yeah, helmet? Yeah, he, he, oh. he is a... Uh, wow, he's woke. He, he's, he's a sellout to himself and all, the, it, all the good things he's done for his life just to try to... I think he doesn't. He doesn't believe. I think in, Drew Brees is a nice man. I, I think so, and I don't think he believes in the cause that he's supporting. I no. think it's just like uh, where was it in Washington when those people are yelling, "Put your fist in the air." Yeah, I do, think that's the corner he got backed into. I think he's in that locker room. He's got to try to go so far left to try to appease his teammates that he looks like it. But he's forgotten where his base is. What a now we we don't we don't have to put that helmet on and then pads and go sit in that locker room with them guys. That is true, and and, and that's what he's going through. Yep. But he should have just stayed out of it. mm Hmm. Don't put anything on you know, your helmet. If you don't put something on your helmet, he could have picked a black officer in St. Louis that got shot and murdered. Right. Yeah. Do that. Then, then, then the black people can't say, well, well, that's a black officer. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of – that's what I want to see. I want to see these NFL players – I want to see one or two of them come out. I want to see more than that come up with a black police officer that was killed or a white police officer that was killed. You know, we're going to show some injustice. Let's show the, the officers have been killed too. Yeah. Because the football players that I've known personally, most of them, are like-minded, just like we are. Mm -hmm. The older f football players that I know thought exactly like we do. You know, like Brian Urlacher and Mike Ditka. Is Mike Ditka still on with Monday night or he get fired? No, he's gone a long time. He's, he's been gone a while? He's old and retired. But, but they, they're sick of this shit. But the way they think is the way that I think and you think. And they're not in the locker rooms no more, but that's the way the locker room was the whole way around, you know? Herschel Walker, who, who mm -hmm. arguably is the greatest college football player to ever play the game, you know, why why does his why does his opinion not count? Right. You know, these young black guys that don't have any skin in the game, you know, you're 22, 23, 25 years old, and you've never ever had a real job, never had a job in your life. All you do is play football, and your first contract is worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. That starts making you think that you're smarter than you really are. That's right. You were blessed with the talent to carry a football or to tackle or whatever it is. You're, you're blessed. Back LeBron James. If LeBron James is six foot one, LeBron James wouldn't exist. LeBron James was blessed to be circus tall. <laughs> I mean, he is. I mean, let's say he's a freak of nature, and he was blessed by that genetically. Other than that, that doesn't make you a better person. But you start thinking that because everybody kisses your ass all the time, right? And these young football players that want to tell get onto these old guys that put their time in over these years. They're wrong. You know, they don't respect what happened, what the guys before did for them. It's, I'm trying to see if he's still with uh, NFL Live. You don't think he is? I don't yeah, think. I Sunday think Mike he's, he's, I, I think Mike Ditka's probably retired to the house. I'm trying to find this. You know, was it Brian Hall that dated his niece? Mm. One of our guides dated his niece and went to Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner at their house, and he was there. I bet he's an intimidating. I bet he's a flaw-out fucking asshole. You think so? I'm sure he's a fucking dickhead. No, I just mean he. I bet he's a, a, an intimidating character. Oh, I, I would think so. I'm sure he's an. He, he probably a really a nice guy, but he's just one of them. You know, he just a different generation. I guess he is off of there. It says he reached a two year deal in 2016, but it doesn't say anything else. But he's a hard nosed type of guy. I'm gonna tell you what. He ain't gonna back down from nobody, even at his age. Fuck and no, all his he ain't, busted up shit. He ain't scared of shit. But but that's the kind of guy though that though those players set the precedence for these players and these players 80. these these players have forgotten about those old guys and they think they know more because they've made all this money up front they didn't have to fight through like those guys did right you know and 
I don't know what's going to happen with the NFL. I think the NFL, if they don't handle this properly the first two or three weeks of season, I think they're going to fuck themselves. They are not going to handle this properly. I think you're probably right. Uh, and I think they're t- – I think you know what? I think the NFL and the Democrats are a lot in common. They take, they take for granted – Their base? Th- yes. And if they don't learn from their base, then they're in trouble. And they, and these these players act like they don't need them. Fuck the fans. We don't need them. So you do need the fans. <laughs> I don't know who you think pays your fucking bills. There ain't no billionaire out there, Jerry Jones, that's in the football business to lose $100 million a year. They love football. That is their passion. They don't mind losing a million or two million a year to play the game. But they ain't going to be paying your ass fucking $35 million and be losing money doing right. it. It doesn't mean that much to them. Oh, cooler weather's on the way. Yeah, it's been a rainy. It was a week. I was a week late. I said September 2nd. I saw that forecast. 70s and 50s. 70s highs, 50s lows. Ollie. Ollie. When we get on TV, you can't be doing that shit. Um, It'll be next week. September 9th. Is when it's going to really get cool? Yep, next Tuesday. High in the 80s, then in the 70s, lows in the 50s. Blake is going to be close to a fucking freeze on Wednesday. Ooh, that's low, not of good 30, low of 35. That's not good Ollie. for them. Ollie, shush up. Come on in. You can come in. That, that's not good then. Yeah, on Wednesday, low 35 for Grant, Nebraska. Boy, that would just about be 2020 for the rest of them guys. Why I don't wouldn't know. that be bad? Why wouldn't that be good? I don't think their corn needs a freeze yet. Uh, it, it, it's resilient. <laughs> it's Every resilient. corn farmer out there is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I don't think so. It's good stuff. They've already got their beans off and all that good stuff. Hold on. Uh, the ch- your, ma'am, your check is right there on the deal. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And Michelle will call you today with the order for everything. Perfect. And uh, I don't think we need, I mean, we'll be a pretty good size order. Great. And it'll be every week from now on. Awesome. All right. Thank you very much. Uh huh. You don't think the corn can handle a freeze? No. It's like anything else until it's at a certain level. I think it's level. about ready, though. I keep seeing pictures of... of oh, there's depends where you're at. There's certain places that corn is ready to go, and there's certain places it's not. If it's still... If it hasn't... It kills it. And it don't do you any good to kill it if it's not mature yet. I, I don't know ready. much about corn farming. I don't either, but, but I think it's, it's ready. It's like wheat. You, I think it's ready. I don't know. I text Blake and ask Blake if a freeze would kill him. He'll probably say, yeah. We're going to have him on on Monday when Stoner's here. Okay. We're going to do a special podcast. Stoner's coming down. He's leaving, what, Friday? Driving down here. I think so. He'll be here God for the- God bless him. He'll be here for the draft, and then he goes up. He's working harvest for Blake. You know, so always wanted- We'll have Stoner in studio, and we'll have Blake on the phone next week. I've always wanted to do the- uh, We've, which we've done a lot of road trips. Y'all growing up, we did them and stuff. But I told mom last night flying home, I think my road trips are about done. I think we're going to get on a plane and go everywhere from now and just rent a car. Yeah, road trips are overrated. Oh, this last, this, I don't mind. There's this just is, nothing to see within eight hours of where we are because I've seen it all a thousand times. No, no, no care what direction you go. You got to get at least a day away before it gets interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed everything from Cheyenne, Wyoming North because I'd never been that way before. And the shitty thing with my kids and the ages that they are, I got to do all my driving in the middle of the night where you can't see shit anyway. So they fucking sleep and don't yell at me the whole time. Your, your, your kids would, I told Michelle, I said, you know what we need to do? We need to come up and see the Yellowstone, fly up here and bring Reese and Dylan. Because they're older than the grandkids. And after we were about an hour or two into it, she goes, uh, they're not going to get nothing out of this. I said, no, they're not. No. No. No, they won't. Um, 
We started dove hunting yesterday in the pouring rain. Pouring rain. Two it's, days of <laughs> poor guys. Two days of rain. Which is popping up? It's popping off. So, um, it's actually been a pretty good dove opener from what I've understood from everybody. Everybody's killed a lot of birds, but it is wet, and we will see what happens over the next time, the next couple of weeks. Um, teal hunting. I saw guys open up teal season. They had a really good teal hunt, which I surprised teal season opened September first in places. I figured it was just a ten day weekend deal. That makes sense, though. But Further north you go. I saw lots of ducks. Up up, up north, I've seen a lot of ducks. Every pothole and puddle had ducks on it. Now, how did y'all go? You we, didn't go into the Dakotas, did you? No, we went from Utah. We went to Idaho. I went to Amarillo, to Raton, New Mexico, to Denver, to Cheyenne, to Casper, to uh, Bozeman, Montana, to Spokane, to Seattle. What yeah. a drive! Yeah, the first the first day wasn't bad. About day two, I was pretty wore out. On How was Bozeman? Bozeman's a cool town. Pretty big. Uh, it was nice. It was, it like Wichita Falls, hundred thousand. I don't know. The, I don't think the population's as big as Wichita Falls is, but it's a nice town. That's a nice place to live too, boy. It's beautiful there. Other than the winters. Yeah, but boy, too those people are. I noticed one thing: there's more fat people in the south. The further north you go, and you get in the mountains, the thinner and fitter people are. And I told Michelle it's because you nice and get out and walk because it's not fucking 115 every day. You know, you think you get out here and you'd walk and you'd sweat and you'd get lose weight, but it's hot and miserable. Nobody wants to do shit. <laughs> the weather's nice up there, mm-hmm. but the further the further northwest we went, the thinner people got. I stood out in a crowd by the time we got to Seattle. That's a southern gentleman. Maybe they don't have yep. fried food up there. They they had fried food. They walk and do shit. They're active. Everybody walks everywhere at nighttime and stuff. It's nice. Me and mom walked out one night and it was nice. Huh. The temperatures are just nice. Yeah, I love Bozeman, Montana. There's a area that goes into Yellowstone south of there called the Galantine River area, and that would be one of my places. I would, if I had billions of dollars, own homes all over, I would have a home there. That'd be it, huh? Beautiful place. It'd be one of the places. It wouldn't be the house, but it would be a nice place to have in the summertime. And I'll bet winters are nice up there. Some at times. Once it gets to the negatives, and I want to tell you something else. I appreciate everybody listens to podcasts that offered to buy us dinner, beers, and do stuff. We had so many people, and we just didn't have time. It's a boom, boom, boom trip the whole time. But I had so many, everywhere we were at, people offered to buy us dinner and like visit, and we just didn't have time. You're just a fucking snob is what it is. No, I just didn't have time. It was on a tight, a tight deal. If I went somewhere and was just going to be somewhere for five, six days just in that place, then yeah, that would be wonderful, but I didn't have time. And all the places were new, and I, there's things I wanted to see. Got no time to waste. So I didn't miss much of the lodge. We're getting our stuff ready. Oh, no, ready you missed a lot of shit. It was just manual labor, so. I didn't miss that then. That's not my forte. But, no, you you missed quite a bit. What do you think is going to happen in football? You think we're going to kick off Thursday night football just like normal? Yeah. Be a lot of kneeling, but, yeah. Well, then they'll be losing a lot of viewers. I just can't believe the NFL is so stupid. Like basketball. Do you know anybody that cares about basketball right now? No. I don't either. And I, and I think their viewership's under 2 million people now per game. Nobody cares. But Every, those guys just, think the, that they have this big platform. Right. Just like them. They, who did they show by fucking not playing two nights? I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> the only person they hurt were their own base. And, I mean, you know, <clears throat> they're in a position now where they're not. there's not going to be fans in the stands, so... I mean, it's just, it's going to be a weird deal, but with the coronavirus, nothing's, we're used to nothing being on TV. That's exactly right. We've acclimated so, ourselves. I didn't even turn the TV on the whole time I was gone. Really? Mom was watching in Bozeman 
at the hotel. She watched the we we listened to Trump talk for mm-hmm. thirty minutes the other night. That's the only TV that you turned on that we turned on the whole time. Yeah, our house in Seattle, we never even turned the TV on three days. The TV never. I don't even not turn the TV on. People have moved on. I so mean, I just don't. They better fucking mind their p's and q's. People, just, yeah, that's right. Because people have gotten acclimated now to not having to watch stuff like that. But the NBA and all their bullshit, I'm not listening to that crap. There is nothing about the NBA that's exciting to me. No. And I could give two shits if they ever play again. But when that, when I heard that on the radio, I, I was like, "Fuck, who cares? All you're doing is hurting your base. Everybody else has already checked out." Yeah. And the few people that they still had that kind of were giving in that were really sports fans, they've lost them off. I started listening to a new podcast. Oh. I listened to Clay Travis. Never heard of him. Outkick the coverage. Mm-mm. Oh shit, it's good with that Jason Whitlock. He's he's it's that it's the guy that works with Jason Whitlock. The best sports the best sports podcast I've ever listened to. Hmm. Well, that's good. He, he is very uh, down to earth. He uh, he's a uh, a conservative a conservative talk show, and I think they're on. Uh, it's Clay Travis. They are on. Um, on Fox Sports Net- Network, but it's outkick the coverage. But I mean, he he said he outkicked the coverage, and he says it the way it is. I mean, he he's he talks the way that me and you would talk hmm. about stuff. Now he uses a lot better language, and he is an attorney, <laughs> but um, he talks about the the Black Lives Matter and everything. I mean, he he puts it out there, and it's a big time podcast, growing like crazy. Hmm. Well, that's good. It's it's like listening to Colin Cowherd with someone that's got that's a little a bit of common sense that that's a conservative. Uh, there's something else I was going to talk about too, um, and I have no idea what the hell it was. Oh, and then the baseball players fucking going and doing that—they really don't know their base either. And hockey, <laughs> hockey's all kneeling. <laughs> the best part is Clay was talking the other day. I call him by his first name now since I listened. Yeah, to him you day. listen to him, you know. He uh, he, he was talking about the WNBA. And he goes, honestly, I didn't even know people were still watching the WNBA. He goes, but he said, I understand why they're trying to make a stand because they got to find relevancy because nobody watches their shit anyways. Right. Yeah. You know, if you're in a minor league sport right now, you're really fucked because nobody pays attention to the minors. It's just something to fill your time in. I don't care if it's minor mm-hmm. league baseball, hockey, whatever it is. And this shit here is just really completely lost people. At least it's hunting season. Yep, we're going to jump into waterfowl full time or not full time, but we'll have a lot of waterfowl stuff coming up. We'll be starting to talk a lot more hunting. Um, guy got killed by an elk in Oregon while I was up there. Really? A guy shot an elk on a sat- Sunday night. They couldn't find the elk, so they went back on Monday morning to find him, and they found him laid up in some brush, and he gored the guy, and the guy bled to death, and then the elk died. Holy so the fuck. elk and the man died together. Jesus. And the sad thing is, prayers to his family, it's a horrible deal, is to listen to the fucking PETA people. Oh, 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 oh that's great. They're that's laughing what he about it? Oh, They're the most vile people in the world. Oh my you know, if, if a PETA jackass got run over by a fucking carrot truck and killed, uh-huh. I wouldn't laugh at that. You just don't do that. But they find humor. I might not laugh, but I would probably chuckle. You wouldn't post though and make fun no, of it like no, they no. Do. I'd chuckle a little. It's kind of like Don. Yeah, but you wouldn't make it public. Mm. Like Donald Trump's brother dying and the left jumping all over that and they just they're they're fucking sickos. Fuck! What a terrible way to go. Oh fuck! Mm. Oh, I'll tell you something funny too. Wonder. I mean, did just a bad deal? Did he not have like a? a Rifle ready, or do you think it was dead already? I, I don't know. It just gored him. Fuck. He bled to death. Mm. I grabbed a fucking deer one time. It took oh, off on fucking, me. I mean, you can imagine an elk, how stout they are. I grabbed an elk, a deer one time by the horn about the time that motherfucker jumped up, and he took me for a ride for about three seconds. Was Scared he asleep or what? I thought he was dead. 
Oh, you did the same thing this guy did. Yes, so but you, he was. This you, one was out, knocked out. The guy shot the deer and he shot it right in his fucking head, but it, it grazed the top and it just gave him. It knocked his ass out, but it didn't kill him. I thought the so deer was you dead. Grabbed him. And I grabbed the horns to take a picture of that son bitch for him, and that son bitch jerked up, took off running. I'm glad I let go of him pretty fucking fast. It was a scary fucking second. And I was just glad I wasn't standing in front of it because I could have been that guy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it was a hell of a hell of a second though, boy. Mm. I was like, oh shit. Mom goes, what happened? I said, he obviously was not dead. <laughs> or you just saw a ghost run away. Is he a big deer? A uh, 140 inch deer. It's a nice deer. Yeah. Um, in Washington, while we were there, they were rounding up goats from the Olympia Peninsula that one of them had gored a person and they were they were harassing hikers because there's no salt for them there and so they wait for the hikers to pee so they can lick for the salt hmm. or they try to lick their skin and they're mm-hmm. starting to harass the deal so they was rounding them up and helicoptering them to other areas now I'm not a biologist but wouldn't it be just a lot cheaper to go down to fucking uh, Atwoods or something and, and buy some mineral salt blocks and just drop them off out in the woods be a little bit easier, probably. That's what I was not thinking. Not as much manpower, but you don't have to have a helicopter to no, do that. No, no, not much, not much overhead on that. You just drop them off in the middle of the wilderness, and that. So the state of Washington or the federal government, whoever's area that was, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, you know, it was inflated. Whatever they paid, yes, it cost ten times as much as it would private. Yes, they spent all that money. To freaking round up some fucking goats when all they do is put some salt blocks out. God love them. Made no sense at all. Nope. Uh, the new Clinton t-shirts are in, so those will be getting shipped out soon if you've got any of those. Yeah, those will all be shipped tomorrow. I will go through and get all those shipped out. That's uh, basically it. We get really, really busy here on... Friday. Friday night. It's supposed to rain between now and then the whole time, so we will see what happens. I didn't see any of that. Oh, last time I looked, it was weather was supposed to rain all night Friday night. No. I hope they took it out. No. Sunny on Thursday. Partly sunny on Friday. Partly sunny on Saturday. No, we're clear. Just cooler weather coming. We'll have a bunch of fucking teal here next week. Should be a good teal season. Anyways, thank y'all for listening. Uh, God bless y'all. Have a great day. Uh, We'll have the Amish Hunter on with us this week. And going to have another buddy of ours on here this week. And then we will have the stoner one on Monday. And we'll start doing our football ones every week, too. Thank you. God bless. Goodbye. Thank you to all of our sponsors. We could not do this show without you. Be sure to go check them out. Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Dive Bomb Industries, Boss Shot Shells, Foul Bandits, Gundog Outdoors, Dirty Duck Coffee, Pacific Custom Calls, Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Duck Club, 14 Cattle Company, J2 Outdoors, And last but not least, William and Chris Wines. We could not do this show without you, so please, please go check them out right now.